Welcome to The Contrast Show, a strikingly different conversation. What does it take to be strikingly different in the world today? Join expert coaches Christine Nielsen, Heather Arthur, and John Roberto as they tackle today's most pressing issues, sharing insights to what's causing friction in your business and impacting your bottom line. If you'd like to learn more about The Contrast Group, please visit us at contrastresults.com or connect with any of us on our social media channels. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to The Contrast Show, a strikingly different conversation. And today I'm going to talk about my favorite topic, which is, I don't know if I feel comfortable about talking about this, but we're going to try it anyways. We're going to talk about imposter syndrome. How many times do we feel like we are imposters? I know I felt it. I don't know if you both, Heather and Christina, felt it, but it's 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 so it's good. It's bad. It's got a lot of good things in there. So we're going to talk about that today because I'm sure and I'm certain that some of you might be feeling this as we're going into this new work, this new work world that we're in. What is that like? Christine, let's start with you. Imposter syndrome. Some initial thoughts and ideas around that. Sure. And so it's a, it's a paradoxical <laughs> thing. OK, so imposter syndrome is that little voice where you know, at the end of the day, you see other people accomplishing something or you're up to a big task and you have that, that thing in your head that says, I'm not sure. Am I really good enough? Am I enough? That is the root of what we call imposter syndrome. That conversation and all of us have it. There's no human being that doesn't escape that. Can I, am I good enough? Am I up for the challenge? The other side of imposter syndrome, if it's not rooted in fear and self-doubt, is when you look at imposter syndrome, it's the next level bar. And when you see other people accomplishing things and you know you can do it. So you shift the fear and you shift the unknown and you say to yourself, yes, I can. And you elevate yourself. That is the advantage of imposter syndrome. So we're it creates a personal competition and competition isn't bad. We're humans. We like to win things. We like to compete. We like to show up. And so there's, it's a dichotomy in terms of, or a paradox, whatever the word might be. I'm not even, I'm not sure which word. <laughs> I'm going to have to go look up both of those words and distinguish that for myself now, but you know, it's, it's both sides of it. So it can be used for good and it could be used for evil. And it really mm-hmm. depends on how you frame it upstairs in here, in your, in your brain. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> wow. You're, you're right. Uh, it's good. It's bad. It depends on perspective. It depends on mindset. It depends on how you approach it. It could be the thing that deters you. It's the thing that drives you. So uh, Heather, I, I want to get your opinion on this and then I'll share my two thoughts around uh-huh. imposter syndrome as well. For sure. The thing that that uh, Christine said that's really like this distinction is really important is I, I want to do something that I see someone else doing. And, mm-hmm. oh, I can't do that. Your your internal dialogue turns on and says those things to you. And that's the problem is that we're comparing ourselves to someone else as opposed to stepping into the next level of our own success. And I'll tell a quick story. So I was doing a, a, a keynote speak. It was for a women's group. And someone actually put their hand up and said, I want to do speaking just like you. And I said, no, you don't. And every, like everyone, whoa, like, and I said, you want to do speaking just like you, because if you speak like me, then you're not going to have your voice. 
And she, you know, her emotional and her internal dialogue was really, really loud at that moment. I could see it on her face and her body language. And I said, have you ever visualized what it's like to talk to a crowd? Have you ever stood on stage? And she said, Mm -hmm. no. And I said, then come and stand beside me in your own shoes and see how it, how it looks from this length. So that when you dream about this idea, when you practice your, your speaking engagements, in the mirror at home for the next year, you can actually see and feel what it looks like to have an audience. And she came up on stage and of course she was trembling and she was nervous, but I gave her the microphone and I said, what's the biggest lesson you ever learned? And she was able to just tell the story. So now when she goes back home and she thinks about what her goal is, it doesn't seem unrealistic anymore because she actually just did it. So sometimes you just have to do it to actually get past that imposter syndrome. And I love that because the catalyst for that is she saw you speaking and she's like, Mm -hmm. I want that for me. Right. So that's where Heather's pointing to. It's like, it's okay to want something else for you, but the authenticity has to be owned by you. It's your authentic version of whatever speaking or whatever that next thing is, whatever the thing you want is, right? It's that competitiveness, that challenge. We challenge ourselves. I love that. Yeah. No, it, but, you know, the, the one thing that's popping up for me as, you know, thinking about imposter syndrome, two things, actually. One is fake it until you make it is the line that we've all heard. We can, we can, no, we're not going to talk about that. Okay. Oh, no, so, I, I hate that. No, no. Yeah, no. Well, <laughs> Yes and no. So there's a part of me that says fake it until you make it because it's it's taking you out of where you are today to a place where you want to be. And actually, the one thing that's been ringing through my head, Christine, has, you know, being like, who are you being versus doing and who are you? Uh, you know, how are you contributing back? Like, really, it comes down to being. And I think sometimes you have to go through that stage where you almost have to fake it until you get to that place. And I think about Beyonce, right? And I, I think about Beyonce and how she had Sasha Fierce was her alter ego on stage when she spoke. She wasn't that person. She was almost like stepping into a different personality and character until she became Sasha Fierce, who's now Beyonce, as one. And I yeah. think a lot of it, when you, when I, when I think about fake it until you make it, it's not a bad thing. It's just, who do you want to be and be that person until you become and be that person. Okay. So that, I, that's just one thought around that. it. I, I actually love it. And I prefer, and, and this is just a personal thing. I prefer act as if act I as am if. and I belong. Mm. instead of fake it until you make it, because sometimes that actually exacerbates that feeling of being a fraud. Mm. And so, because it, it's even the word fake it. So act as if is I am, and I belong statements, which are all part of being who am I being? I am being courageous. I am being a leader. I am being thoughtful. I am being risk full or whatever that word is. Mm-hmm. So that's, that would be my only spin on that little element of it, John. <laughs> Do not have fake it till you make it. I'm allergic reaction because imposter syndrome is activated immediately. And John, I'm going to actually tell a story that's about you because I think that's oh, okay. a fun thing. You're like, what? <laughs> I remember we, I've had the privilege of having us as a relationship for many, many years. And if I go back, like, however, when we started, one of the first things you said to me was, 
Heather, I want to be better on camera. So I'm going to make a goal that for the next 365 days, I'm making a video every day. And I literally thought you were crazy because I'm like, who makes that commitment? That's huge. This is like not a week's worth. But what you did is you said, I want to be really good at this. I'm going to make it a daily intention, a daily act. I'm not going to just try it on for a little bit. I'm going to go all in. And I bet you, if we look at your first videos to today's videos, the skill set that you've done is amazing. I mean, now you're you're expertly leading us through these podcasts because you made that decision many years ago to just be every single day a little bit better than yourselves. But it so it's the intention is not just enough. You have to act on that intention and take baby steps every day towards that new person, that new being that you want to create. Yeah, I know. And I like that you talked about that because it's one thing to think it and it's another to think it and do it. And I think that's probably that's that is one of the winning strategies to overcoming imposter syndrome is stop thinking about what you want to become. Stop thinking about who you think you are. Just do it until you get to the point where, you know, working off the line that I love so much is, you know, done is better than perfect because you can build on done to get to perfect, but you can't build on nothing if nothing's there. So um, I almost forgot my question. I was talking about so. I, and we only got a few minutes left, but the one thing I really wanted to speak to is, you know, as a leader inside of an organization, we see that people are going through this. We see that, you know, our teams around us, our, our leadership that, you know, that we work with are all dealing with imposter syndrome. So as a leader, how do you step in and help or at least facilitate those individual members to get past that moment? How do you get them to a place where now they can feel more confident in the work that they do, more confident in the way they show up, more confident in just being able to share their ideas with the rest of the team? I think this is incredibly important because the leaders out there that are listening to this, it's like, yeah, imposter syndrome, blah, 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 blah. But what is the deal? You know, how does it impact and affect my organization and my business? And it's constantly affecting your organization and business. So just two thoughts in and around that. I I think first and foremost, you have to remember that most of the leaders, they have an unconscious imposter syndrome. So most of the time we're not walking around with, oh, my imposter syndrome is running the show today. That's not what's going on. What's going on is some winning strategy of how they have survived, made it, been successful is running the show. And they, you know, it could be they're charismatic, they're they're a uh, they're a very listening leader. It could whatever whatever skill set that leader uses to always win. At some point, when they when they keep doing it and they're not winning anymore, that's where the imposter syndrome starts to kick in because they keep being a particular way. It could be gregarious, peeing on everybody's leg, whatever the thing is that they do as a leader to make it. When they when it stops working, they don't know what else to do. So they don't. Imposter syndrome isn't something that a leader would recognize unless they start asking this question. And Heather knows the question because she's nodding her head. It's like, are they awake enough to even recognize where are they being inauthentic? Where are they not talking about their own insecurities? Where aren't they being vulnerable and say, I don't know how to do this? Because the first step to smashing anything called imposter syndrome is to recognize our own limitations And that we have to be vulnerable and say, I don't know how, or I'm concerned, or I feel, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Not good enough. I'm, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm anxious about something. So it's being awake is the first thing and understanding that you as a leader, you're doing it too. 
It's not out there, other people. It's over here. Get, just get a mirror. All you need is a mirror. <laughs> Right. Heather, I, I think you're pulling a lot yeah, more on that too. I, yeah, I loved how you talked about that because it's true because we're all experiencing it, right? There's always a moment. It, it's not how we live our lives, but there are little moments that creep in. Heather? I think, you know, when we're doing something we've never done before, we're like, I don't know how to do that. That's what our internal dialogue does to us. And in fact, that's not true because if we go at it and as a leader, if you believe everyone on your team, including yourself, has the resources available to them inside of their body already because they've done something similar or something like that, what they're going to do, then they'll be able to activate those resources. I'll I'll use a perfect example. You know, the first time I did the CN Tower stair climb, I had lost a hundred pounds. So when I was a hundred pounds heavier, I couldn't do the CN Tower stair climb, but I had the resources because I was doing all kinds of walking, all kinds of steps, all kinds of other things. So I didn't believe I could do it. I really did have, and I was scared to death, but I activated the resources in, in, in me to take one more step one more step. And that one more step mantra got me all the way to the top. And, you know, I did it a few times and it it really is now a symbol, not only for my home city that I love, but, you know, a symbol of something that I've activated. So when I have to do something that I've never done before, I just think of the CN tower as a symbol that I can make this happen. And I can activate those new resources for not climbing stairs, but for something completely different. So what is the thing that you've already done in your life? What's the symbol that you can activate as a picture in your head mm. and then paste those resources onto what you have to accomplish now. And that's a, just a little mind trick that you can play with yourself to get past it. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. I love it. I, I know exactly where you're going with that. And it's stepping me back into that moment of confidence. Okay. So we only got a minute left. So just one tip, if, if any, that you would give to our listeners on just dealing and managing imposter syndrome. Christine, we'll start with you. It's, it's just not true. You made it up. <laughs> you make anything else up. It just say, I am, I can, I will, this shall be. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Christine, Heather. Same thing. If you don't hear your own voice saying it, let these words be in your head. You are good enough. Yeah. And actually the one thing I'm going to add to both of that is just taking small, consistent action daily. That's going to get you there. And that imposter syndrome is going to start to fade. The more you start to do something like Heather talked about, I did 365 talks in a year, 365 videos in a year. And it was just by taking those small, and trust me, it was uncomfortable. It was painful at moments, but we got through it. And it's but, all about John, taking you those small, consistent imposter, actions. You said imposter system goes away. No, it doesn't. It, the next <laughs> level comes. Yeah, it's, a new level, it's a new it level in. of imposter syndrome. Yes, Excellent. goes away. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the reminder. I appreciate that. All right. So that wraps up this episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about us, check us out on our social profiles or go to the contrastresultspage.com and learn more about the contrast results. Thank you everybody for listening. Hopefully you got some really good values, some really good snippets in there on how to deal with imposter syndrome. All right. So that is it for this episode. Wishing everyone a great one. Take care. Thank you for listening to The Contrast Show, a strikingly different conversation hosted by The Contrast Results Group. Love this episode? Head over to our website, contrastresults.com forward slash media, subscribe, rate, and leave a review. You can check out other episodes and learn how you can work with our expert coaches. Tune in every week and let The Contrast Show podcast help you get you to where you want to go. See you at the next episode.